You're listening to the Barry Egan Tapes on News Talk. I'm Barry Egan of the Sunday Independent, and my guest today is Sharon Core. Merry Christmas, Sharon. Or as they say in, in Madrid, what is it? Feliz Navidad? Feliz Navidad, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, happy Christmas, Barry. How is Crimbo in Madrid? Well, I mean, they just put up all the, the lights. It's looking pretty festive. Uh, the botanic gardens at the moment are really beautiful, really lit up. I think it gives a lot of people cheer at the moment because it's been a super tough year. I mean, all over the world, clearly. Yeah. Um, but it's, the Christmas sort of spirit is, is really nice here. I mean, it was especially tough in Spain. I mean, in early March, the, the daily death rate was for COVID-19 was terrifyingly hard. Hi. Yeah. Well, what was March? Yeah. 14th like when lockdown happened in Madrid um well it was very sudden um I had some pre-warning from my friends in Italy as to how bad it was over there but I'm I I got up one day I don't know when it was it was maybe the 11th or 12th or something and went to take the kids to the park the Retiro you know and it was closed and I thought oh that's that's not a good sign um, so I just, I kind of, I reckoned, okay, this is our last day outside for a while. Um, so yeah, we went into a very, very strict lockdown, but, but, uh, wow, it was super heavy. It what, was hard to deal with. Yeah. What was it like living with that fear? I mean, it wasn't, um, I, I've not been, uh, strangely enough, I'm a very optimistic person. Um, and I don't really like to engage in fear too much um, because I almost feel like I'll bring it upon myself, you know, if I think that way. Um, I I was more concentrated on, you know, staying at home to make sure that we didn't give it to other people, you know, that, you know, we could be asymptomatic and pass it on to somebody who was, you know, uh, who had you know, a lowered immune system or an older person or something like that. But um, that was that was kind of my focus, you know, and just trying to keep the children active in an apartment, which was... What yeah, was that, that like? Was, oh, good God. There was a lot of TV watching, let's put it that way. There was a lot of crisps and TV watching and I recovered my hate of ironing. And, uh, you know, just uh, we made the most of it, but it was surreal. Yeah. Really, really surreal, especially just going to the supermarket, the amount of police on the street um, and you couldn't see their faces. So you couldn't tell their expression and you'd get stopped and asked for your ID and where are you going? And, you know, it just it, I felt like I was in some sort of crazy sci fi movie, you know, yeah. into the future. Um, I'm, I'm a, my father was a, an amazing, uh, walker and I have that love of walking. So I really missed walking that that's kind of where I would get most of my exercise from. Yeah. And, uh, uh, my apartment was, was too small to get any sort of, you know, major amount of steps going on. So every so often I'd get into a fitness thing and have the kids do a hit session and which they weren't enjoying. And I'd do some yoga and then I'd fall off this sort of wagon and go back to doing nothing. So, yeah. you know, like all of us. What goes through your head when you're doing yoga in this current situation? Uh, well, it's about uh, more or less keeping myself calm. You know, I use it mostly for uh, just mental stability because we are going through a tremendous period of change and upheaval in the world. 
um, on many levels, economically, politically, um, and then with also clearly with this pandemic. Um, so our whole lives have changed overnight. For me, it's uh, about sort of calming my mind. I have a very overactive mind. What goes through my mind is I try to tell myself to shut up when I'm, you know, doing yoga. How's that going? You know. Uh, that uh, yeah, that proves uh, a little difficult at times, but but it certainly it certainly helps to yeah. concentrate. Yeah. You read Michael Allen Singer's The Untethered Soul during the lockdown. Yeah, what did I you did. learn from that? It was absolutely amazing. I uh, it really soothed me, and you know it talks about the uh, you know that you know it's like you've got two voices in your head or you know and you've got the one that nags you and really hates you and berates you all day long for not being good enough or for this or for that that's my primary um, voice yeah oh yeah they're just you know you know they're really not a nice person that person you know and um so it was learning to sort of be aware of this voice you know that's you know just how often you would say something quite negative to yourself and then going, okay, well, that's a pile of crap, so I'm not going to think that. You know, so it's kind of like it gave me a, a, an overview of uh, my own thinking, which really helped. I, uh, I, I, I learned to be aware of that, which is very, very important. So then you can shut it off and just go, okay, that's rubbish. Um, and even if it's not, it's, it doesn't, it's of no benefit. Yeah, I'm just wondering, are the cores like a kind of a book club now? Because didn't Andrea recommend that to you, and then you introduced Sharon Caroline to uh, Deepak Chopra's Abundance Challenge? Actually, Caroline introduced me to the Deepak uh, Chopra, and um, Andrea introduced me to the Untethered Soul, and um, I've introduced them to other books like you know Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now, and different things like that. Um, but they're all super helpful, you know, just on. Uh, you know, controlling uh, the mind and just feeling more with your heart rather than overthinking every situation, you know, and also just trying to, you know, it, you know, there are some absolutely amazing things in life. Like I have two beautiful kids. I have my music. I have a new album coming out next year. There's a lot of good things to focus on. So um, the point is to sort of reconcentrate your mind towards the positive. I'm not totally successful at this. and Nobody like, is, though, are they, Sharon? No, 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 no. And I, that's the constant thing. Uh, but it's like that for everybody. It's just if you can try and reduce the level of negativity, uh, that really helps. Yeah. You know, so that's the challenge, I think. But, but you know, it's... it's, it's uh, I'd rather focus on the positive, and then, of course, there are some days where I'm just completely negative. Were there you know, some days, like us all? Yeah, absolutely. Are there some days, and I'm just, I'm just going to ask you one question about this. Mm-hmm. Like living on your own with, with with two kids, did it make it more difficult to deal with COVID nineteen? Given like the year before last, you broke up with your husband of of eighteen years. I mean, was was that a challenge to be on your own? Well, I mean, I'm quite happy to be, you know single and 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 you know to look after my children i i set my own rules um and i don't answer to anybody basically except myself and i really enjoy that so um i suppose in in some way uh you miss a little bit of comfort you know but you know 
uh, it wasn't working out the other way. So uh, no, I was I was definitely happier to be uh, a single woman looking after my kids. Yeah. yeah. And you have too many good things in your life to, to dwell on the past. Well, listen, you know, the, these things happen and uh, I chose it. Uh, so and I don't look back. Tell yeah. me what, what Christmas was like for you as, as you know, growing up in Dundalk. Well, it was a ton of fun, you know. Now, mum and dad were like just forever young. That's that's why I wrote this, the, young, the song, So Young. That was about them. Yeah. You know, they just were always just, you know, 16 in their hearts, you know. Um, and such, you know, they but, loved each other so, so well, you know. They, they, they were a very beautiful couple. They, not, not that they didn't have their, you know, fights and all the rest. Of course they did. That's healthy. Um, but I mean, you know, Christmas Day was, uh, uh, well, it usually started with mass, as most Irish people then were doing. Um, and dad would play uh, in the church. He would play the church organ. Uh, and then we go back and uh, poor mum, you know, she'd be preparing the turkey and everything worked to the bone. Um, and then we'd start with a few drinks. And uh, the few drinks would keep going, typical Irish family. And uh, we'd be listening to music all day long. And playing it, and, maybe? Yeah, we also did, yeah. We had, uh, and sometimes, you know, family would come over and dad would get us up to perform for the family, you know, which I never really looked forward to, but we did it anyway, you know. What's the first um, song you remember playing? Uh, well, we used to do Holy Night a lot. Um, uh, I think that's my, my favourite um, Christmas hymn. We used to do that. I can't remember what else, really. Was it difficult for your, for your parents to be running around after four very hyperactive children? Well, that's what kept I them young, is it? I wouldn't say we were all hyperactive, but um, I, I think that we were, you know, our Mum and dad were real grafters. They had to work very hard. You know, we didn't grow up with a lot of money um, like everybody else in Ireland. I mean, there were very few wealthy people in Ireland at the time, you know. So they were hard workers. And I think that that sort of sets a tone in the house, you know, where, you know, you, you try not to give them too much hassle because you know how busy they are, you yeah. know, and trying to keep you in food and clothes and all the rest, you know. And did you have to look after Andrea and, and Caroline when, when you were younger? Not really, no. I mean, mum uh, and dad, well, well mum, you know, mum was uh, mostly a stay-at-home uh, mum until her 40s, I think. Um, and then she went, she went back to work then and was very glad to do so. Uh, so, uh, but she was an absolutely superb uh, mother. Just, just you know, so earthy. So, no, I didn't have to look after my other siblings. No, I didn't. Yeah. Did you, did you feel you inherited that from your mother? I mean, you're, you're quite earthy yourself, aren't you? Yeah, I'm very earthy. Uh, I uh, remind myself of her all the time. I, you know, I'm a pretty traditional Irish mom. I, you know, uh, you know, love having a roast chicken ready for the children. Irish stew. I mean, I, you know, all these traditions I just keep with me in, you know, in Madrid, you know, wherever I go. And it, it gives the children a huge sense of security, especially since having gone through a breakup. I like to keep certain things that, that feel very, very secure for them, you know. And can you, yeah. can you remember being like 
four and five and six and Santa coming, you, you know. Yeah, 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 I can. I, I, you know, I remember, you know, just the excitement and we'd get up too early and mum and dad would tell us to go back to bed because we'd get up at four in the morning, you know, and just the, the absolute thrilling excitement, you know, the night before and not being able to sleep and, you know, just that getting mum and dad out of bed who would be exhausted because they would have done a gig the night before, you know, um, and getting up and running down to the Christmas tree. And, you know, I remember, you know, oh, I got that doll, Tiny Tears, one one year, I remember. And another year, you know, there was, uh, we all got bicycles, you know, like racing bikes, which was amazing, yeah. like an amazing, amazing gift that, you know, mom and dad were able to afford, you know, incredible. Uh, and and I did you go Jim racing and, into, into Dundalk? With the, with, because your, your house has gone kind of a hill, isn't it? Did, yeah, well, we're, we're kind of on the, on, on the cusp of the hill. So, you know, so, uh, oh, yeah, we went cycling all over the neighborhood. Yeah, we did. Straight what, out. What time did you come back? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Probably in time for dinner. And is it like that for your kids now? I mean, they're, they're racing. Well, obviously, in COVID, it's more difficult. But last year, what was it like for them? Well, last year, uh, wait till I see. Oh, last year, I took them home to Ireland for Christmas. Yeah. So um, we had a great day. We They were hanging out with their cousins. We were in Andrea's house. Um, she cooked an absolutely fantastic uh, dinner. And they just hung out all. I mean, we left them to it. I mean, once there's enough children there, they don't they don't hassle you, you yeah. know. So we just got down to, I think we were at the, the, the dinner table for about nine hours. Wait, wait, did Andrea have leg irons for people you couldn't leave or something? <laughs> <laughs> she, she strapped us to the chair um yeah no actually it was just conversation and then you know food and you know nice drinks and uh that so was pretty much know, like just, the, the 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 christmases you had as a as a as a kid endless yeah. food and drink and singing and you know dancing yeah yeah, absolutely. I was re- it was a really really sweet night. It was lovely because we actually had the whole family there. Uh, you know, which was great. Uh, so, and Andrea's husband and um, Andrea's mother-in-law as well. So, you know, there was it was very, very sweet. It was a lovely Christmas, really, really nice. Especially for me, my first sort of divorced Christmas. It was really nice to be with family. Tell me, the, the last Cores album, was it Jupiter Calling 2017? When are, yeah. when are you likely to be in a recording studio or, or on on? touring again i know you say you have a solo album coming out next year does that mean the cores will be the following year or the year after or is there a plan or can you plan well i mean you know we were looking at stuff last year um and uh everything got cancelled because of uh covid of course um so setting touring dates at the moment is pretty much you know like just this you know yeah variable you know um so I think we're just we're we're going to have to feel it out. I'm I'm going to release my solo album first and try to tour that, you know, slowly. You know, maybe start in Madrid and then, you know, go to London, Dublin. You know, but you know, do it just slowly and surely. Yeah. Um. Within you know whatever restrictions are applied, um. And you know, I don't know. Maybe hopefully later in the year or the following year we'll do something again because. The cores are always the cores. Uh, we we may go away for um, a certain amount of time, 
but we always come back and we always have that magic of making music together. Yeah. I know Elvis um, recorded some tracks in Gracelands. Could you not just set up recording equipment at Christmas in Andrea's house or something and just when you're all singing around this Christmas table, record like well, that? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I do a lot of uh, uh, recordings at home here in Madrid right now. Um, and I record sort of uh, remotely with a friend of mine from Italy, Italy Andrea, a, a, a drummer from New York, a bass player in London. I'm working on a Brazilian piece at the moment with a bass player from Sao Paulo. So I do a lot of remote recording. And at the moment, I'm um, actually setting up a home recording studio. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on at the moment. Listen, Sharon Court, thanks so much for this. I mean, I'll say it again in my bad Spanish. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. The Barry Egan Tapes on News Talk.